Ready for another round? It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Ah, there it is. There's that sound. It is Bruise Day Tuesday. Once again, brought to you by the Southern Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. We got Jason and Jason from JH Bards. Just right on up the road here in Fairlawn as well. You can get some awesome booze. And as great as that vodka was, uh, I think everybody sitting here in this room right now can uh, can attest that they do like. Uh, is, that, is that is that some feedback or is that a, is that a, is that a plane going overhead I, or something? Someone stole their catalytic converter. That's the only thing I can conclude. I'm st- we're in this talk studio, so I'm sure there's going to be some technical issues, but. Nothing that a little uh, whiskey can't fix. So uh, you just handed me the Virginia Straight Bourbon. We're starting with the bourbon. So this is just the straight up bourbon that you guys have, right? Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. I see it's 42%, so that makes it 84 proof. Uh, this is a sample only, so I can't resell it or anything. So I'm I know gonna, that's exactly what you're going to have do. to drink it. I mean, what else can I do? It's the better option anyway. No diggity doubt about that. So, uh, so whiskey is more, is that both of y'all's favorite style of of spirits, without a doubt, yeah. Yeah. How long have y'all been drinking whiskey? Long, longer than you've been making it, I assume. Much longer, yeah. much longer. Yeah, it's been uh, it's my go-to for decades now. And are you specifically bourbon uh, oriented, or you, you, you equal opportunity when it comes to whiskey? Yeah, kind of equal opportunity, but I, I typically roll straight for the bourbon as my go-to. Okay, so I mean, obviously, you'd be biased. Bourbon other than your own. What's uh, what's your go-to? What's your what's your favorite? It's kind of two different ones. Elijah Craig is a great whiskey, and I'm also a huge fan of pretty much anything that Michter's is putting out these days. Mm, okay. What about you? Um, Michter's all the way. Michter's. They do a great job. Okay. All right. Everybody's liking the Michter's. Nate, do you want to <laughs> chime in here? Here I am all trashy with my Evan Williams white label. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at oh, least man. you're going with the high proof stuff. Mm. Yeah. See, I, I'm a fan of the Buffalo Trace. I think that's I do qu- like quality Trace. and, and at, at a great price point. Uh, when you can get it around here, uh, I, I do like the Buffalo. And um, so what can you tell me about this guy right here? Uh, this is a, uh, a two-barrel blend that we do. It's a blend of a two-year and a four-year barrel. We put those together. Uh, the two-year provides a lot of that youthful sweetness and, and typical bourbon flavors right out of the gate. And the four-year gives you a little bit more influence on the finish where that smoke in the barrel comes through. Okay. So all right, I know you brought... I guess you brought a few different whiskeys that we're going to try. How many total do you all have? What's your whole line of spirits? I mean, obviously, you got, is it just the one vodka, I assume? Yeah, we just do the one vodka. Then we do a bourbon. Uh, we do two different ryes. One of those rye whiskeys is a limited uh, release that we do only a few times a year, and we do a single barrel blend of that. I'm uh, guessing that's not one you brought with you today, unfortunately. We are sold out of the second batch. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it went quick. Yeah. And then we also do a uh, single malt whiskey, um, which we'll talk a little bit more about here coming up, a uh, barrel strength version of that single malt as well. And then we have our maple whiskey. Mm. Oh, maple. Uh, you hear that, Nate? Yeah. Well, breakfast. Uh, I mean, that's obviously what it's for. You get it, you get it with some bacon and uh, you're set. Mm. So I'm sitting here and I, I, I've been trying to ask you questions enough, long enough so I can really properly <laughs> do the tasting because I know when it comes to whiskey... You know, I like to do the little sift. You like to get the smell, get the notes in there. And if you have time where you don't have to talk on the radio, you like to leave it in your mouth a good bit and swish it and swash it and all that. Okay. Sort of so jazz. I thought I was crazy for doing that, but like I always try and like leave it on my tongue to really. Uh, oh, absolutely. What, what's the proper methodology? What am I doing wrong? Yeah, school the people on, on a proper way to taste some bourbon. Uh the way I always teach it is, you know, when you're drinking wine, you put the, your nose down in the middle of the glass and you sniff up through your nose. 
Uh, when you're dealing with distilled spirits, uh, sometimes that can just, all you're going to smell is the alcohol. So instead of breathing through your nose, do the same thing, put your nose in the glass, but breathe in through your mouth instead. And when you do that, you can kind of taste the vapors that are arising out of the glass. And that kind of gives you a hint of, of what's coming next. And then, Should my mouth be in the glass as well? No, no. The, the vapors will just cling to the outside and as they rise up and you can just breathe in normally and it, it's right there for you. It does make a difference. Does does whiskey need to be in the glass still to do that? <laughs> I'm already out there. This is delicious. It went down real quick. Oh man, that is tasty stuff. Like I said, I like I like bourbon. I'm a big bourbon guy. So I don't know, man. You you, you came out swinging with the bourbon. What else did you bring uh, uh, whiskey wise that we were going to try? Uh, so the next one that we're going to do is our our normal uh, quote unquote rye whiskey, the one that's available all the time. Okay, um, it's a uh, 90 proof uh, two barrel blend again of a two two year. Uh, barrels. It's a weeded rye, so it doesn't have any corn in there as well. So it's it's definitely much more of a smoother. There's no sweetness to this whatsoever. So you get that dry rye spice right out of the gate. And then as it goes down, just completely dries your mouth out and begs for you to take another sip and right. another sip and well, another sip. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I'm sure that'll be the case. So let me, uh, let me go ahead. Oh, you got it right there for me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, here's the thing. So, do, should I get a? Do I need a rinse or anything with this, or should I switch it to this glass? Uh, you can go back uh, and forth. The rye doesn't really require um, too much of a rinse after the bourbon. Um, okay, so we'll just go with that then. Exactly. All right, I'll go halfsies with this. Oh, does he got one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who wants this other? I'll they take, came prepared. I'll take the other half. Of that. All right, there you go, sir. Actually, hold on. Yeah, no, yeah, let yeah. me get a little bit more. Uh, I know what it tastes there like. We there we go. Okay. It'd be scary if you didn't. The, the nice thing about this rye as well is the finish on it. It's got a really super long finish. You're going to be tasting this, the rye spice on your tongue for three, four, five minutes after you've taken just one sip of it. And it just clings and lingers on your palate. Uh, it, Jason's favorite sipping whiskey when him and I are just sitting around uh, hanging out, getting worked on after hours. I typically roll with the bourbon. Jason leans on that So this rye. is your go-to? Yes, it is. Why is yeah. it your favorite? Really for the reasons that he said. I mean, I'd, I love the uh, I love the finish on it, uh, the, the drying factor, the, the the complexity that it brings. I love the fact that I, I can sip it slow and, and not feel like I have to finish the glass at any at any good pace. I can just sit there and enjoy it and talk to my buddy and figure out what we're doing next at the at the distillery. Mm. Mm. I'm not a huge corn guy either, so I like bourbon, but I, I don't love the way the sweetness of the corn stands up. I'm, I, I like it more dry. And too corny. Too, too corny. Too man. corny. It can't be too corny. Yeah. So for those that don't know, that's one of the requirements to making for making it bourbon is it needs to be at least what fifty one percent corn, correct? That's correct. So it's that. So it's the fifty one percent corn. Uh, it's got to be made in America. To make it bourbon, not okay. just in Kentucky. A lot of people think that, but just as long as it's American. Um, and then I feel like I'm forgetting one other requirement. Am I missing something else? Uh, it has to be aged in a... Oh, yeah. A, a white oak. American white oak, correct. And that, that barrel has to be charred. And it has to be... And in, has to be new, too. Every single time, right? Oh, we, can, we can reuse the barrels for other applications, but we can't reuse the barrels when we're aging a new batch of bourbon. So once you do, uh, once you do some bourbon, uh, have you... I mean, have you gotten to the point where you're dishing out those barrels to, you know, the wineries? I know that they reuse them for for different wines and there's people, I mean, people buy up uh, bourbon barrels once they're used. Absolutely. We've had a lot of people that are interested in buying our barrels for, you know, a, a table or something at home for decoration. But what we've done uh, is... Don't do our, that. Use it to make more Use it booze. for what it's for. More right, booze. Right. So we've, we've partnered up with a few different uh, breweries here in the New River Valley. Uh, so they've done some barrel aging of their beers. And Beautiful. Uh, I mean, you want to... Can we, can, we, can we find out which ones? Do we know? Have they already been made? Have, they, have you tried them? Yeah. Yeah. The first one was a, uh, I think a Scottish ale, right? From a uh, Maroon Door. 
Oh, uh, yeah. turned out great. Uh, I think they're sold out of that one already, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Um, we sent two barrels over to uh, Bull and Bones over in Blacksburg, and they're they're doing two. I think they've got one of them on on tap right now. Uh, and then we're waiting, very anxiously waiting, on uh, Moon Hollow to do two uh, barrel releases of their. Uh, one's a pumpkin ale, farmhouse ale. The other one is a, I'm, I'm losing it, might be the, the stout. I, I think it's either. either an imperial porter or a stout. I believe you're it's the imperial porter. Yeah, so so I'm looking forward to that one. October. They're on the horizon. It's funny. I was, actually, I was just at the cellar like last weekend, and Mikey was talking about how they're already getting the pumpkin beers. It's just, I was like, it's like Christmas every year. It's earlier and earlier, but you got to get them when you can. So I, it's I can not live surprising. with rushing fall. It's yeah. not surprising that they're already uh, already talking about and getting ready for the pumpkin beers, man. Yeah, oh, it's I'm, ex- I'm excited for that, no doubt about it. But I'll tell you what, man. Mm. We, we mm. wanted to mm. keep our barrels close, let our let our friends use them, you know, let our partners use them. So That's great, because then you also get to, get to go and enjoy the beer with See, it, and you'll be like, you know what? A benefit. I didn't do much of the brewing, but I did have a hand yep. in this production, which is really cool, man. That's I mean, that, how rewarding is it to be able to sit there and drink the spirits that you've made? It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And then you sit around with family and friends, and they're enjoying it as well. It's 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 the best part of the job, hands down. Now, have there been any hiccup scenarios where you've you've gone through all that and then realized, oh no, <laughs> this isn't going to work? We actually had a, a really great example of that with our uh, the barrel strength um, single malt that we put out last December. Uh, we aged it out. Um, we did a, a secondary barreling in a toasted barrel and let it sit there for about a half a year, and then we popped the barrel nose or the barrel uh, plug out of it, and all we smelled was tequila. It didn't smell like whiskey at all. Oh, and no. We, and we, that is, that's exactly what we thought is, oh, no, what have we done wrong? But uh, after it got gassed off a little bit and aired out a little bit, um, the flavors are, are perfect and they're amazing. But hmm. we, we thought we messed up big time somehow, some way. So just right off the gate? So that's interesting. So yeah. it, did you were you able to pinpoint why it seemed that way right off the bat? And it just needed time to... I, I have no idea why it, it had that odor to it, but, you know... Luckily, it dissipated a little bit, and it still has a, a really good nose to it, but uh, it doesn't smell like a bottle of tequila anymore. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. It, ha- it had to be something in the barrel. I mean, that that's where it gets all the flavor from is the barrel. And yeah. We have an outstanding barrel partner with Speyside down, um, down 81 about an hour. Uh, get all our barrels from them. They do a fantastic job for us, and um, I, I can't imagine that's a, an impurity in the barrel because they, no. they, they inspect all of their wood very closely. But. Hmm. It's just it, it was it was amazing to a person. We all pulled out the agave tequila flavor uh, on the nose. It was amazing. Yeah, well, at least it worked out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the the rye, Nate? I'll be honest with you. So, with me being usually a bourbon guy, I fully expected that to to really be my uh, my standout, knock it out of the park. But that rye is damn good. It is. <laughs> I, I, I'm right there with you, frankly. Like, I, I mean, maybe it's because we, we, I mean, if you know, really like bourbon, you, you sort of like have a more taste for it or whatever. So you, you kind of branch, you maybe you have, you know, this or that. But with the rye, I guess maybe it is my just ignorant tongue, but that just tastes so good to me. So good. Honestly, yeah, that was delicious. Um, and now, if I remember correctly, at the tasting that I that we met at, there was one that was I was surprised was even more of a standout. And I'm not sure if you brought it today. I guess we'll find out in the next segment because we're going to take a break. We're going to play a tune. You get to choose it this time around. You have a preference, Jason? What's you're a rock guy? Come yeah, on, let's, you let's got. Just, let's do some Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin can't yeah. go wrong. We'll play some Zeppelin and then we'll drink some more. J.H. Barge Whiskey on a special Booze Day Tuesday edition right here on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around. <laughs> 